Hello and welcome to the NicheSiteTools.com podcast where we share experiences, tips, and tools to help everyone achieve a greater level of success with their online adventures. Hello, this is Hans and this is Franz and we are here on the NicheSiteTools.com podcast to pump you up. Hey everyone, welcome to episode number 15 and what the heck was that? I don't know, I just wanted to have some fun before we uh, get into the content today on this week's episode, so I threw that in there for uh throw you off a little bit, but uh, hopefully it wasn't uh, too alarming, and uh, we can get right started on this week's episode. I have a lot to bring you today, hopefully some uh, cool, actionable content for you to give you some ideas on what you can do for your own sites, and today I'm going to provide a recap of my progress so far with the AdWords campaign that I mentioned in the last episode. Uh, I spoke with Google this week and uh, they gave me some suggestions and I'm also already seeing some increase in uh, clicks and increase in uh, impressions. So a uh, full update to provide you there. I also have some really cool free tools to provide you this week that I've heard on various podcasts that I've listened to over the last two weeks. And I also have a tip or trick on how to get some increased traffic to your site utilizing YouTube videos. And uh, you can do so either for free or you can uh, outsource some of that for really cheaply on a site like Fiverr. Um, so I got lots of content to bring for you today. And before I get right into the content, I wanted to quickly thank uh, my new email subscribers over the last two weeks. And that would be John, Nafiz, Valami, Tina, Fabian, Edwin, Lewis, and Michael. Thank you so much for subscribing. I really appreciate it. And if you haven't yet had a chance to subscribe to the site via email, you can head over to nichesitetools.com forward slash subscribe. And when you do subscribe, you'll instantly receive my free keyword brainstorming guide. And that'll give you some ideas if you're having trouble coming up with a topic for a niche site. Hopefully uh, all those tips in that uh, quick two-page PDF doc will give you some ideas and help you get started. So I uh, really appreciate that, and uh, thanks to everyone over these past two weeks for subscribing and uh, joining up. I really appreciate it. So let's get right into the content this week, and uh, as I mentioned, I'm going to start with the AdWords recap, and if you're new or you ha- didn't listen to the last episode, basically what I was trying to do was to get some additional sales on my affiliate site that I have, uh, I went through creating from the Forever Affiliate Training Program that I mentioned on my site and other locations. It is a uh, f- affiliate marketing training program on how to create affiliate sites from scratch, basically help on how to find products to promote, on how to format your site, on exactly uh, how to format your content, what types of links to put in there, and eventually, hopefully, how to get some sales to your site. And what happened to my site over the last, uh, I think it was around April, beginning of April, I noticed a drop in rankings and traffic. And then it looked like from when the Google Panda update came out in May that I got took an additional hit there. So my site is still ranking, and um, the rankings are fluctuating a bit. They were, they were on uh, some of the terms were on the first page of Google, 
and they went down to uh, pretty pretty far down, like to 120th position from like fourth or fifth. So took a pretty big hit. But since then, some of them have recovered, and they're hovering right around like the 56th position was one term, 59th was another, and a couple of uh, terms in the 80s. But I'm also noticing when I check my um, stats in Google Analytics that I'm also getting some other long tail phrases for traffic that I hadn't necessarily targeted. So while my main terms that I was targeting definitely dropped in rankings and picking up some additional terms, but traffic has definitely dropped. So what I wanted to do was try a different method to get some traffic and sales. And that was through the Google pay-per-click um, utilizing Google AdWords. And I was brand new to Google AdWords. I hadn't uh, done any paid advertising as far as like utilizing something like Facebook or um, Google AdWords or any other methods. So I decided to jump right in because I remember receiving either in the mail or via email some coupons for Google AdWords where if you pay $25 in ad um, campaigns, they will contribute 100 or $75 depending on the coupon. And I did find a coupon that was worth $100, so I signed up. Uh, initially, you have to deposit or uh, leave a credit card for $25 for your, to get your ad campaign started. And then once you do deplete those funds, when you sign up for the AdWords account as a new customer, you can enter that promo code and you will get $100 credit towards your campaign. So basically for $25, you'll get $125 worth of uh, Google AdWords campaign dollars. So that sounded something really cool for me because of the rankings drop. I wanted to see if I could instead, the easiest way, you know, would be to place an ad on the first page of Google and uh, you'll be right at the top of the rankings without any of the SEO, without backlinking, without trying to rank your individual posts on the first page. You can circumvent that whole process and go right to the top, assuming that your ad is approved you're bidding the correct amount and your ad appears on the first page of Google. So that's you know, one quick, easy way to potentially make it right to the first page of Google with minimal outlay. I figure 25 bucks is worth it, um, $125 total for the campaign if I could rank on the first page of Google and result in some sales. So that was the idea behind the whole thing. And basically I started about, I think it was about three weeks ago or maybe four weeks ago that I initiated this campaign knowing nothing about it. And I'll link to my previous post which has some details on how you can get started and uh, exactly how you set up your first campaign. But it's really easy and like anything else, once you get some exposure to it, it uh, becomes second nature. But don't be discouraged at all if you've never done it. It is really easy to get started and create your first campaign. And uh, with the resources that I mentioned in my original post, uh, it should help you get started. And if you have any questions at all, you can uh, drop a question in the comments or send me an email to chris at nichesitetools.com and I'd be glad to help you out. But uh, one of the things that's been most useful is once I created the ad, I did start to see about over a two-week period probably about 120 impressions, I believe, and I think I got one or two clicks through. So not very much on the click-through side, but I started out very narrow in my search uh, my search terms that I was targeting. So there's a couple of different ways you can set up an ad campaign. You can either start out very narrow or you could start out very broad. If, for example, let's say you're targeting a, pro um, a product called Ab Blaster 3000, 
and that's the product you're trying to get some affiliate sales through. If you just type in Ad Blaster 3000 into your campaign without any delimiters such as double quotes or brackets or anything else to help narrow things down, you're going to get a lot of impressions, you're going to get a lot of um, potential clicks, but they may not be as targeted enough as you would want for your initial campaign. So it's recommended that you start out as narrow as possible. And that's what I did. Instead of targeting just Ad Blaster 3000, for example, if I was going to target that product, I would put square brackets around that phrase. So what that means is that Google will only show your ad if somebody typed in Ad Blaster 3000 and only Ad Blaster 3000. So that limits your searches based on exactly what you're looking for as far as targeted traffic. So for instance, if you have a post on Ad Blaster 3000 reviews, you could put that in square brackets as well and it'll only show if people type in that exact search term and no other terms at all. So that's a way to start out really targeted and I found that that was a little too targeted for my particular phrases that I was uh, going after because the search terms per month for the product that I'm promoting are around 1800 for the general product name. And then for product name reviews, there's around two to 300 per month. So it's somewhat limited. Overall, the different terms that I was targeting were around 3,000 monthly searches. So that's what I was targeting as far as creating the niche site. And that was what determined that I was, you know, okay to proceed. That's kind of the numbers that I roughly target. So I'm looking for 3,000 to uh, 3,000 and above for monthly search terms. So that was what I targeted initially. And like I said, I found that the impressions and the click-throughs were too low. So what I did from that point on was uh, changed it to from double, or I'm sorry, from square brackets to double quotes. And what that does is it kind of broadens it up a bit. So if somebody types in AdBlaster 3000 or AdBlaster 3000 reviews and they type in some additional terms at the beginning, like what is the AdBlaster 3000 or you know, any number of terms around that with additional words before or after, you'll also hit that um, demographic or that target audience. So it broadens it up a little bit. And um, what you can also do, again, I'll link to my original post that shows all of the different delimiters you can use as far as you can use pluses and minuses for uh, different search terms, which will broaden things up even more. But right now where I'm at in my campaign is all of my search terms are now in double quotes. So anything anybody types in at the beginning or end that are different um, additional words, they'll also hit that. But I haven't broadened it up um, any further beyond that. And um, another key thing this week was I got an email from Google over the last two weeks or so that said, welcome to AdWords. Uh, we have a welcome service for new customers, and you can call this 800 number, put in your AdWords campaign number, and we can help you out as far as giving you suggestions, giving you tips, answer any questions you might have, and uh, you know, just get up and call in now. So I was a little apprehensive to do that only because it's a little bit intimidating. I've never actually spoken with someone at Google before, and they're this huge Goliath company that, uh, you know, is, is somewhat intimidating to, you know, you're not sure what they're going to ask, what things you might run into. So, you know, it's just a, a new thing to reach out to Google and actually speak with a live human being. But uh, I put that on my to-do list, and anytime I put things on my to-do list, which is just a piece of paper here sitting on my desk, as far as what I'd like to accomplish over the coming week, it has a 
amazing propensity to get accomplished for whatever reason. So writing down goals has always been something for me that tends to work. The yearly goals, a lot of times you end up forgetting you know, what your goals are. A lot of them do end up getting accomplished, even if you forget about them. But what I find is that weekly to-do list, whether it's online, maybe you put it in uh, Google Docs or Evernote on your phone, or whatever the case may be, just have it somewhere handy that you refer to often. Or, you know, whenever I walk by my office, I see the piece of paper. I usually take a look at it every morning just to see what's on there. And then uh, it has has an amazing way for the tasks on that list to get accomplished. So, That's just one key um, tip I would offer you. If you have trouble getting things accomplished or keeping your focus, write down some key items that you want to get accomplished over the week and uh, see how that works out for you. But anyway, I put it on there that I was going to call Google on Friday. And uh, despite the fact that I woke up uh, Friday, got into my normal work, work routine, I work from home on Fridays for my day job. And I put on there to call Google over my lunch hour just to uh, put it on there, get it out of the way, and uh, it ended up working. I ended up giving them a call, and it was a really awesome experience. They were really helpful. They kind of ask you what your goals are, what's your target to start with to give them idea, some idea of where you're coming from. And I told them what my goals are, told them what my site was all about, and they offered some really great suggestions that I was unaware of. And I did have a question for them. I noticed that um, for the particular topic um, or the particular product I'm promoting, there's not a whole lot of ads as far as if you search for those particular terms in Google. You will see one ad at the top generally and maybe one or two at the bottom and sometimes some on the side. So it's not a high competition phrase. And typically you want to target products that do have a little more competition, which means more people are searching for it and you have the more potential for sales. But in this case, I do have less competition, which is beneficial. But, um, you know, there may not be the search traffic, at least on the specific product name um, phrases that I'm targeting. So, again, I'm targeting the product name itself, product name review, product name reviews, and and, uh, one or two more related terms. So my traffic is really focused on getting those directed targeted traffic where people are likely to be searching for this product be looking for reviews and potentially they're ready to make a purchase if they find the information they're looking for and uh, that's kind of what I'm focusing on initially to keep it more narrow and they had said that uh, right now I have one campaign and my uh, the way they phrase it is there's different ad groups so Depending on, like I'm only promoting one particular product, so they recommended keeping it at one ad group. They said that uh, they gave some examples of, let's say, for example, you have a clothing store that you're promoting. And let's say you have ties, um, pants, and shirts. So those are your three main products you're trying to promote. They would recommend setting up three different ad groups in that case because an ad group is specific to certain keywords. So... For example, if you're selling ties, shirts, and pants, the keywords that you're targeting for each of those different types of products would be different. So you might be you might have keywords on red ties, blue ties, sale on ties, buy one, get one, free ties that aren't necessarily relevant to shirts and pants. So in that case, they'd recommend setting up three different ad groups because your ad groups is where your keywords are going to be. 
So in my case, since it's only one product and since you may only have one product you're promoting on a particular affiliate site, in that case, you'd want to keep it at the standard single campaign and single ad group. So nothing uh, rocket science there. So nothing I needed to change. But they did say that since I only have one ad that I created, they suggested creating up to three total ads. So two additional ads was what his suggestion was. And the reason for that is to have different ads and different, um, you know, different wording to experiment. And basically what they'll do automatically is they'll cycle between those three ads. And based on the number of impressions and the number of clicks, they will uh, put your ad out there most often from the one that gets the most clicks and the most impressions. So if your ad is shown 100 times and you have three different ads, let's say they're all shown 100 times and you get um, the majority of the click-throughs on one ad, they're going to display that ad more prominently. So it's kind of a little uh, testing that they do on your behalf. And uh, I already created one additional ad. I had talked to them this past Friday, and I created an additional ad on Saturday. And um, I'm definitely getting a lot more impressions on that ad, and I actually got four click-throughs already in one day, where the previous ad, I only got one one to two clicks per, I think it was two to three weeks that I've had it live. So... It definitely is uh, producing results already. I don't have any additional sales, but those additional uh, four clicks and the additional 120 or so impressions in a day tells me that that ad is definitely um, better based on the suggestions they provided. So they suggested um, creating some additional words, you know, additional more call to actions. Like I put uh, number one product for whatever it is that uh, the product helps customers with. And uh, that definitely seemed to help. It was more, you know, stood out. It was more, you know, visible of a, it had basically had better terms and better, you know, attention grabbing headlines. So that definitely has already seemed to pay some dividends and uh, as far as traffic goes. So that, that was definitely really helpful. And another thing that they pointed me to was it, uh, what was the term? Enhanced headlines, I believe. Let me take a look real quick. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Site link extensions. Well, I was a little close, but basically what the uh, site link extension is, if you go to Google right now and type in Macy's, which I'm going to do, make sure it's still active right now. If you go to Google, type in Macy's in the search term, you'll see exactly what these site link extensions are. Yep, I'm still active. So if you look at Macy's at the top, it uh, lists Macy's.com, Macy's official site. And then it has uh, the one-line description, discover the hottest fashion trends and newest brands at Macy's. But below that, you have four different um, site link extensions. And what that is, is it's four, you can link to four different posts if you would like to. They could be all links to the same post, but basically gives you four different sub-ads to attract attention. And it, it increases the size of the ad in the, uh, at the top of the page. So that's something that's, I saw that the one competitor that I have whose ad shows commonly when I do the searches for the terms I'm targeting, there's one particular ad that shows up uh, most often, and this person was utilizing the site link extension. So that was something I had a, a question to ask them about, and I said, how is this person's ad? You know, I said, if I type in my search term that I'm targeting, I see this other person's ad, how is that person's get, ad getting so much larger than mine would appear? 
and what are those four different links underneath it. So they were really uh, helpful as far as that goes. They told me exactly how to set up SiteLink extensions, and it wasn't intuitively obvious. So I had poked around a little bit on my own to try to figure out exactly what that was and did some research on my own. But um, I didn't have enough information on my own to figure out exactly how to set that up so those uh, SiteLink extensions would show up. So that was a really cool feature. Uh, they showed me exactly how to set that up. You can set up four different links, and they had suggestions on, like, I could have the primary uh, focus of the ad at the top, my first um, headline there, to number one product for X, and then just have a quick, you know, here's a product that will help you solve X, Y, and Z in my first uh, sentence there. And then down below, he recommended putting in, like, product name reviews, product name discount if there is one, um, you know, some other different terms, buy product name here. And so I got four different links there. That's the minimum you need in order for those to show up. So you need four different links that you can target. And then your ad will show much more prominently at the top. And that is the ad that um, I ended up getting all of the impressions on in the four clicks. So that all goes into your quality score. And what happens is Google will either show or not show your ad based on what they determine the quality score to be. So if you're in your ad campaign, you can hover over your different phrases you're targeting. And there's a little text bubble there or a little, um, you know, when you have a comic strip, you have a little text bubble above somebody's name. You see a little text bubble there. And if you hover over that, they'll tell you what your quality score is based on the search terms you're targeting. So for example, product name, I had a quality score of 5 out of 10 initially. So this was prior to adding the site link extensions. And he said that one of the factors that goes into that is if you do add site link extensions, you're much more likely to get um, click-throughs because your ad is going to be displayed more prominently on the top of the page. And that's one way to increase your quality score. So Several of the search terms that I had were 5 out of 10, and product name reviews had a 7 out of 10. So that was the highest that I had prior to enabling SiteLink extensions. And they said there's a couple of different things that go into quality score. One is the keywords in your ad and the keywords in your page that you're directing folks to. So if the keywords match, for example, if I have product name reviews in my ad and my site page that I'm taking them to, has product name reviews in the title, in your H1, H2 tags, and things like that, that will affect your quality score. And also another thing that would go into it would be enabling things like site link extensions, which would allow you to get more click through. So that's another factor that goes into it. And the third primary one is your bid rate. So they give you suggested bid rates when you set up your ad. Initially, you could set it low at say 25 cents per click, which is what I did even though when I did the uh, keyword research in um, Market Samurai and also the Google Analytics keyword tool, it had a suggested cost per click, and it was much higher, but I said I'll start at $0.25, cents, see where that goes, and uh, set a limit on per day for $4 is what mine is set to. So initially it was set at $0.25 cents per click for all of my search terms, $4 maximum per day, which would give me, um, if I got all of the click, you know, the maximum number of clicks on every day for an entire month, that would hit me at about $120. So 
that was what since I put in $25 initially and then I had a $100 credit from them based on the uh, utilizing the um, discount code there or the um, not a discount code but the uh, promo code that would basically an entire month that would give me an entire month to try this out so I've had nowhere near the number of clicks uh, per day the maximum so I think total right now my um, spend for my ad campaign is about two dollars and fifty cents so of that uh, total amount I have the vast majority of it left because like I said I kept things really narrow at first so what I looked at after I added the additional ad and then I also um, changed my search terms from square brackets to double quotes to broaden things out a little bit is the bid rate changes and it changes on a daily basis and I asked them about that and they said yes definitely the bid rate does change um, even on a daily basis and the suggestion is in order to increase your quality score to hit the up your bid to whatever it recommends as far as the uh, average bid rate so for most of the terms I had 25 cents initially I had increased it to 50 cents over the last two weeks and that didn't affect my quality score a whole lot because it was still under the recommended bid rate in order for your ad to show up on the first page so when I also added the second ad I added the site link extensions I also increased my bid rate up to what it recommended which was like 78 cents cost per click for some of the terms Uh, some of them were like 56 cents and some of them were just over a dollar so I increased all of my bids to match what they recommended for the bid rate in order to show up on the first page of Google and then it says that it may take two to three days for your quality score to change and for your site link extensions to show up so I did all that on Saturday and I'm recording this on Sunday so I am seeing the additional traffic and I believe my site link extensions are showing up and the quality score hasn't changed just yet so it is uh, 5 out of 10 for 4 of the phrases and 7 out of 10 still for the one phrase so I still imagine it's going to take a couple of days for that to change um, significantly but the traffic has started and the increase increased click-throughs have started also so it it is great that I was able to just with one quick call took about maybe 10 minutes uh, 10-15 minutes at the most to talk to the uh, folks at Google it was actually kind of refreshing to actually speak with someone at Google so also often we talk about Google as this you know big black box and uh, we usually talk about them when we get penalized or bad things happen but they can be really helpful too so uh, you know it's great to be able to go to the source get suggestions from the team that uh, works directly on AdWords and his suggestion was to make some changes try a couple of different things and then give them a call back in another week and uh, see basically have them go over your new ads have them uh, take a look at the things that you've tried to help increase your uh, results and uh, go over your results and they can have some more suggestions and uh, help you fine-tune things even more so that was a great experience and something that I would highly recommend you can even before you set up your ads if you wanted to you could give them a call as well so it's good to know there are people live human beings behind the Goliath Google that can help you out so that was a great experience and uh, hopefully I've given you some suggestions on uh, things you could do if you want to set up your first ad campaign and give things a shot it doesn't have to be as scary as uh, you think it might be 
and you can set that daily budget as low as you want. So you could have a daily budget as low as a dollar. Mine set for $4 again to try to hit that $120 maximum. It's definitely obvious that I'm going to go into probably two to three months with that $120 spend and only $25 was uh, out of my pocket. So I think it's a great way to try to get that traffic. If you do, uh, the product that I'm promoting has a uh, affiliate commission of somewhere between $30 and $45, I believe, based on whatever product they choose. There's a couple of different options. So if out of that initial $25 I spent, I got only one sale, it would be worth it. If I was spending that full $125 myself, I would want to make sure I got at least you know three to four sales to cover those costs of that. But um, if I was able to cover the costs based on getting some targeted traffic and some additional sales, I would continue that indefinitely until I got to the point where you know the traffic started to drop off or the sales started to level off to the point where I was spending more than I was bringing in. Then it wouldn't. Uh, I'd have to re consider my efforts but uh, so far I haven't had any sales yet but like I said the uh, cost so far has only been about two dollars and fifty cents so not a big deal it's really cool to try this out and uh, if this ends up working out I may focus on some other methods like Facebook or uh, different methods to bring in uh, targeted traffic but the different sites that I saw recommended once you start in on some of these paid campaigns is to focus on one so that you can really hone your skills, learn the ins and out of one method as opposed to bouncing between different ones. So that'll give you a way to um, you know, basically target your traffic and get the most out of your campaign. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up there as far as the AdWord campaign goes. I have a lot of different uh, other things I want to talk about. So Let's transition right from that into a couple of different free tools for folks that I came across. One was on Cliff Ravenscraft. Actually, two were on Cliff Ravenscraft's podcast from last week. And one was from Mark Mason's uh, podcast over at LateNightInternetMarketing.com. And I'll start out with the two that I found on Cliff's uh, podcast. And if you're a podcaster yourself or you're thinking about getting into podcasts, one difficult thing to keep track of is reviews on iTunes. And the reason for that is every country has their own iTunes uh, store. So if customers are leaving you reviews on the U.S. site, on the Canadian site, on the Great Britain site, whatever the case may be, you're going to have a hard time checking out those reviews and knowing that there's reviews there. So there was two different products that uh, Cliff recommended this week uh, that are both free services. And one of them is ReviewCast.io. And the other is mypodcastreviews.com. And both of them have a free program that is, uh, it varies, but the first one was if you have 25 reviews or under, it's absolutely free. And anytime you get new reviews, you will get an email about it. And the My Podcast Reviews also is uh, limited for free, or free. It has a limited number of reviews for, for the free package and uh, several different uh, escalating packages depending on how many reviews you have. So it's great for somebody just starting out. You have two different ways to sign up and see all of the reviews in all of the different countries. All you got to do is provide them an email address and boom, you'll get an email and you'll see all your different reviews. Really cool. It's something I've been looking for and I wasn't aware of and I think they were added relatively recently. So that's a really cool free tool. Definitely check that out if you have your own podcast. And another one for podcasters 
If you want to get your podcast episodes transcribed into written form, there's a free site called fanscribed.com. It's F-A-N-S-C-R-I-B-E-D.com, where you can enter your podcast URL, and it's sort of like a crowdsourced podcasting transcript. So folks volunteer, and uh, your site will be posted on their site. So even if nothing else, even if my site never got transcribed, I thought it was cool to get a review to my podcast and it lists all your episodes out there. So it's just another way to get a uh, link to your site and your podcast episodes to get some more exposure. But once they do transcribe your podcast, which could take weeks, it will show up there and they will have certain folks take certain minutes. So looks like a you know, someone will get a minute or 20 seconds of your episode to transcribe. And it's a crowdsource thing. So based on the number of people that volunteer, uh, the quicker your episodes might get transcribed. But mine haven't been transcribed yet, but my site is listed there. I chose all my podcast episodes and they show and you get an email from the creator of the uh, site and you'll see an example of somebody's podcast that is transcribed already and it's pretty cool um, it's definitely a free service it uh, can't hurt and uh, once your episodes are transcribed you can link to that for free so that's a pretty cool way to provide others uh, that may prefer to read your episodes as opposed to listening to them for whatever reason it's a cool way to provide a way to do that so again that's a free product and uh, something you might want to check out if you have your own podcast. And another really cool free program, which is an app, is called the Lyft app. You might have already heard about it from other people's podcasts, but uh, it's called the Lyft, L-I-F-T, and it says it's your daily coach. And basically what it is is it provides you with some motivation to accomplish some things. So, for instance, you sign up and you can select from some of the most popular goals. Some of them are like flossing your teeth every day, eliminating soda, exercising more. So those are a couple of things, the reasons that I grabbed the app myself because I'm trying to uh, get a bit healthier, eliminate soda myself, exercise 30 minutes a day, etc. So a couple of those appealed to me. And then another one that so many people tell internet marketers specifically, if you're setting up your own business, you want to make sure that you do something on your internet business every day, even if it's five minutes, 15 minutes, whatever you can muster up in order to make progress on your sites or do something to further that goal, um, that will definitely reap benefits for you down the road. So that was something I was thinking that I know a lot of folks um, have trouble either starting, getting started, or um, just making forward progress on their site. Something as easy as this free app that's available on both Android and iOS and probably BlackBerry and everything else. But uh, it is, there's a social component to it as well if you wanted to enable that. So by default, if for example, I chose the exercise 30 minutes every day, if I pick that on the app, basically joins you to this group of everybody else that has that same goal. And you have the option when you click on that to either do it privately or do it publicly. And if you do it publicly, you can basically sign up and say, hey, I need some help. This is a really tough one for me. I'm having a problem exercising every day. And others that have that same goal will give you motivation and encouragement to continue on. So if you're the type of person that needs an additional push or needs to be held accountable, 
you can have that additional level of uh, kind of like having a buddy system. So you have somebody else to go through and try to achieve that goal. So you can offer each other encouragement. I chose to disable that for the most part because I find that I found over the first week of utilizing that just knowing the app was there and if I didn't accomplish that goal for that day, I wouldn't get to click the check mark for that kind of still kept me motivated. So flossing is something that I know I should do on a daily basis. It's just something I either forget about or just don't get around to. So I noticed that setting that up and setting a reminder for that every day around the time that I go to bed has been a real motivator to get me to do that. And not only that, I was able to only have soda, I think it was only one day less pet this past week when normally I would have it almost every day for lunch. And the 30 minutes of exercise, I was able to accomplish four out of six days over the last uh, six days. So that's been really helpful to me. And I think it would be great for anybody starting their online business or working on it to set a goal to work on your online business for X number of minutes per day. So some days you may have, uh, you know, more time than others. So maybe set it initially for that first week to accomplish that goal five out of seven days a week and just see how often you can, uh, you know, get those check marks for meeting those goals. I think it's really a quick and easy way to get some motivation and to keep your forward progress going. And like I said, if you need that buddy system, it's available there by default. I think all of your responses will be public, but again, every time you sign up for one of the particular goals, you can uh, easily set it to um, private if you want to. So that's just a really cool. Check it out. The Lyft app, absolutely free, and I think you'll uh, definitely get some benefit out of that. And then the last thing I wanted to talk about today was the using YouTube videos to increase traffic to your site. And I'll link to Mark Mason's episode on that. And um, it was part of Andrew Hansen's program that he's going through called the Rankings Institute. It's not an open program, but it's kind of an offshoot of the Forever Affiliate Training Program on how to get some additional rankings and what's working as far as rankings go and getting your sites more additional traffic and uh, ranking higher in Google. So something that he's going through and he's kind of touching on some of the items in there as he goes through it. And using YouTube videos to rank your site and get, or rank to rank the video itself and to get more traffic as a result is something that I was planning to do for my affiliate site that lost some rankings as well. Because what I've seen, if I type in a couple of the search terms I'm targeting, usually there's a video on the first page of Google that meets the uh, search terms. And if somebody sees a video, a lot of times they're more likely to click it. So I was planning to do that myself. I didn't want to actually create a video myself. I was thinking either trying to outsource the video portion of it and have somebody do one of those videos where it's showing, you know, somebody's typing text actively on the screen or it's more like a character type thing. And what he suggested was checking out Fiverr for that, which is absolutely what I did. I went to Fiverr and um, a lot of the, what I noticed, a lot of the videos require you to send them a script. So they're looking for 100 words. Something under two minutes usually is the size video that you're going to get for $5. 
And that's really all I need. I, I've found that the quality of the video isn't necessarily as important as the details you're providing as far as the description. Do a really long description on the video with a lot of your keywords in there. Give the customer a lot of deal, um, details of the product you're promoting and then provide a link or links to your site in that YouTube video. So because Google has uh, ownership of YouTube and they give precedence to a lot of the YouTube videos as far as the rankings go, you can gain from that and get the traffic and hopefully uh, you know, good ranking for your video on the first or second page of Google, ideally the first page, and then you can have some quality backlinks to your site that can direct uh, the customer to your relevant uh, posts on that. So that's something I've been thinking about doing. I signed up for, first I signed up for a gig where someone that has some experience in marketing and does a lot of the scripts for folks will actually create the script for you for $5. So I told her kind of what I was looking for, some of the terms I'm looking to target. And uh, it's a five-day gig. I purchased that also on Friday. So it says it should be ready, I think, by July 1st for me. So I should have that script ready. And I think she also does videos too. But bottom line is I wanted that script first. And I wanted to just spend the five bucks to do it, have somebody that you know is familiar with this and good with marketing do the script for me. And then I may purchase the video through her depending on the type of video that she provides or I may just utilize that script to provide to someone for a video. So for me, for $10, I felt it was worthwhile. I didn't want to have a video myself. Uh, I, you know, I didn't want to put myself on a video or anything for this particular product. So um, I'm going to outsource that fully. So it's only going to cost me $10 and I will keep you posted on how that goes. But I imagine that... I'm going to have the script probably like July 1st, which it's set in the gig for that particular one. And if that goes really well, I will link to these in the next episode if I you know, really like the uh, results I get and link to those. Because I find on Fiverr, Fiverr is a great site to get a lot accomplished for only $5. But you really got to, if you find somebody that you like, it's great to share that with other people because sometimes they're not around for very long or they switch the types of gig they provide. Or, you know, it may, be, it may be hit or miss. I've had really good luck with them. I haven't actually had any gigs that uh, were terrible or the person didn't deliver. They've always been really helpful. I've had some suggestions like for a podcast logo or a site logo, and they've been willing to make those suggestions, make those changes, still all with that same initial $5. So it's been a really great experience for me. So once I do have some results to uh, provide you as far as the video script goes and the video itself, I'll provide those in a future episode for you guys if you wanted to uh, experiment with something similar. So that's a couple of the suggestions I had for you this week. If you're having problems staying motivated or making progress, definitely check out that free Lyft app. If you're trying to get some targeted traffic to your site but you're having a problem rankings or getting in traffic on your own, you can sign up for that $25 Google AdWords campaign where you get $100 or $75 additional offer to uh, basically give you 125 or 100 bucks to play with as far as setting up your own campaign. And if you have your own site right now, one way to try to help increase that traffic and get a uh, some more targeted um, rankings as far as getting your video out there, hopefully getting a ranking on Google for the first page, you can try creating a either a video yourself or you can outsource that through Fiverr. And I'll end this week with a quick quote from Napoleon Hill that says, Whatever the mind of man can conceive and believe, it can achieve. 
Hope you have a fantastic week, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye-bye.